Welcome, Jordan. Well, thank you very much, Santos. Uh, it's always a, a real pleasure to be with you. As far as I'm concerned, your your work and what you've been able to do is just phenomenal. I highly recommend you to all my friends. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a story, the way the world really works. And it's it's so extraordinary. Most people are not able to uh, you know, wrap their minds around the full concept of how big this mess really is because it's been going for thousands of years and perfecting itself and mutating and getting better and more fierce and more dangerous as it goes along. And uh, today, most people have no idea in the world what's really going on. And um, But, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible in the New Testament that has Jesus saying, by their fruits you shall know them. Uh, someone came to him, and as the story goes, someone came to Jesus and and had a, a seed <clears throat> in their hand, and they asked him, what kind of a seed is this? And he said, well, plant the thing, airhead, and, uh, and water it, and uh, watch what comes up. And if, uh, you know, after a while an apple tree shows up, well, I guess it was an apple seed. Of course, if a, if a pear tree shows up, well, I guess it was a pear uh, uh, seed. So, by their by their fruits, you shall know them. Well, what is the fruitage of the three major religions of the book? Uh, the three major religions of the world, uh, you know, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. They're referred to as people of the book because all three of those religions require a book. And so. Um, but what is the result, the end result of the thousands of years of Christianity, Judaism, and the more recent uh, Islam? What is the fruitage that they have brought into this world? Well, I mean, how you got to do is look around there. And so what spirituality should do and what it should be offering, if it's coming from God, so to speak, it should be enhancing the human mind, enhancing the human spirit, and elevating the human uh, psyche and the mind and putting people at ease to understand where they come from and where they're going and what life is all about and all of that kind of thing. If it's coming from God, so to speak, whatever God is. I don't know what God is, but it's not on TV. But... Uh, what is the fruitage of these three religions if it isn't chaos, drugs, alcoholism, wars? My God, we could go on for 20 minutes just talking about all the fruitage of the world religions. So I think that, I think it's an idea whose time has come to go back, as the Bible says, there's a scripture in the Old Testament that says, go back to the old way. I thought that was very interesting. I, I've got to look that up again, but I remember... There was a scripture that says, go back to the old way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember that scripture. Absolutely. And, and, uh, if, you, if you find that, uh, email me that, that scripture, because I remember it distinctly. But, but when you talk about go back, and they, we're talking about God telling uh, mankind, go back to the old way. Well, that's bigger yet than you know. Because, uh, first of all, uh, Christians, Christianity... Before it became known as Christianity, we're told in the Bible the first time uh, uh, the people called Christians were called Christians was in Antioch. But according to history, before people were called Christians, the, the religion was referred to as the way. I mean, that's, that's everywhere in all the reference books you will find that Christianity was originally called, in its very early days, was very, it was called the way. And here the scripture says in the Old Testament, go back to the original old way. And then, uh, to add to that, the zodiac. <clears throat> the zodiac was, that's a, I think it's a Greek word, zodiac, but the very zodiac was referred to uh, before it was called zodiac, uh, the circle of animals was referred to as the way. And I thought that's, that's profound. The zodiac was called the way. And first, and, and the original Christians were called people of the way. And then God tells the people, go back to the old way. <clears throat> so what 
I'm saying is that it's right there in the Bible, astrology, uh, astrotheology is the way. Well, since we've gotten totally away from that and into religion, Roman religion especially, uh, this is why the people have no power around the world. People are being mistreated. Uh, raped and plundered and killed and, 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 you know, all the terrible things happening to the human race because people, generally speaking, on the earth have no real power to do anything to protect themselves. And the reason why is because power, because knowledge is power. And as long as you have no knowledge of where you've come from, what the words mean, what the history of the world has been, how the law works, how well the, how courts work, what business is, what is commerce, where did we come from, where are we now, where are we going, how does the world work? As long as you don't understand any of this, then you just you know, you know you you are nothing more than a slave to a system you don't understand, which I think is absolutely ludicrous on the face of it. Because today there is so much information out there. My God, you can, you can be in Afghanistan and go on the web and read all kinds of dictionaries and reference works on all kinds of subjects. It's out there for anybody who wants to read and study. So in a world today where there is so much knowledge and wisdom and knowledge and understanding out there, if you just want to look for it, it's all right there. And yet today, the world is more ignorant and ill-informed than it's ever been. So I think that this is all part and parcel of a of a system which has been purposely designed. And uh, I came across a quote from, uh, oh, what was that famous occultist during the, um, uh, Rudolf Steiner. Rudolf Steiner, uh, from many, many years ago, a uh, very famous author and lecturer on occult matters. But he made a very interesting statement in one of his books. He said that in the 21st century, uh, the late 20th century, 21st century, the United States will begin to try and eliminate wisdom and knowledge. But they will do it in such a way that it will not be uh, apparent to the people. But very slowly, they will try and remove knowledge, wisdom, and understanding from the people by giving them entertainment and, and alcohol and all the other uh, things that you know, and, and spe especially sports. But I thought it was very important uh, insight that the U.S. will slowly but surely begin to implement a system whereby the human race is slowly but surely led into the darkness so that they will be ignorant, ill-informed, unread, and, uh, and debased, and, uh, and therefore ultimately will become a slave state. And, uh, well, hell, all you need to do is go back and read, uh, you know, 1984 and George Orwell and, um, you know, the, the New World. What is it, Brave New World? And watch movies like uh, Time Machine. So it's all out there. Knowledge and wisdom is out there, but people are not interested in knowledge and wisdom. It takes too much time to actually read a book and think about things. So thank God we have people like you uh, who are doing it for everybody else and making people aware of where we really are and where we're really going. It's very, very scary. That was very, very frightening to me. Yep. And it is to me. The world has gone astray, and they have left the old ways. That's, That's right. And, uh, and, you know, where it's going, you know as well as I do where it's going to go. It's, it's, it's the entropy of the system and entropy of, of the human race. It's going to wind down, and so it's not going to get better. We're only going to keep getting worse and worse and more wars and more bloodshed and more stupidity and ignorance and deeper into religion and crawling on our knees to uh, the Queen Mum and to the Holy Father and all this nonsensical crap that's been dreamt up by uh, the, the royalty of the world. And this is a big thing with me, especially big, big with me, is this whole idea of royalty. I mean, who the hell says anybody is royal? <laughs> you know, and they, and they have a royal bloodline. 
you know, mm. do, and they put their pants on the same way I do, and they live the same way I do, and eat to stay alive like I do, and yet they are royal. They can drive around in gold chariots and flip the cigarette butts on you, and they are royals. I'm thinking, you know, the human race must be totally out of its mind to uh, to be on their knees and 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 be you know, shaking in their boots when they see the Holy Father and Prince Charles and Princess Di and all of these royalty. And I think, who the hell are these royalty? They're nothing more than gangs. It's like the Crips in the blood. It's a gangs. And one gang is bigger than the other gang, and it's all gangs. It's all money. It's all sex, money, political power. And then, you know, once you once you begin to see it for what it really is, then you begin to see adult men acting like children. You know, they act like babies, they act like children. They are, they are, uh, it's just disturbing to me to see where the human race is, is heading. And there's nothing we can do about it. You know, I, I've always said that, trying to educate my fellow man is like trying to empty the Pacific with a cup because it's just an enormous tsunami of willful, premeditated willful stupidity and ignorance that is not interested in truth. They're not interested to know. And therefore, yeah. they will be herded in like herds and like cattle and put a number on them, and uh, they've lost their spirituality, they've lost their humanity, they've lost their homes, their jobs, they've lost their government, and now the world is in the process of losing the only thing left, and that's their mind. People are losing their mind. They're killing people, and children killing children, wholesale slaughter everywhere. The whole human race, as you said, the whole entire human race has lost its way, and, um, and it's been purposely done by those people who know what they're doing, and they know things you don't know. And like George Carlin says, uh, people running this planet, it's a, it's, a, it's a big club, and you ain't in it. And so once you understand that the Pope and the uh, Mohammed and the Pope and, uh, and all these other religious figures and Abraham and the Jewish prophets, all this, all of this is, uh, is, is a metaphor symbolic stories, uh, ancient mythologies that have been used by the power elites to manipulate and exploit the public, and it's about time the whole real truth comes out. And I've, I've always been, uh, well, that's what I've always wanted to do, just wake people up and say, why don't you do something really, really interesting? Do something really off the wall in your life. Why don't you read a book? That would be an interesting thing to do. Why don't you uh, wake up and find out who is leading you and where are you being led? And one day you're going to wake up an old man, an old lady, and 90 years old, and find out that everything in your whole life was a lie, all of it. And you loved it. You couldn't get enough of it. You went out and voted for these thugs and these criminals. You crawl on your knees to your churches and, uh, and quite literally crawling on their knees in, 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 uh, in Mexico. There are churches there where you have to crawl on your knees to go to that church. American Freedom Radio, friends, you're with uh, Santos Bonacci and very special guest, Jordan Maxwell. Bob Dylan there singing about Maggie's Farm, and uh, we were talking about that and uh, your desire to want to wake people up. Well, I'll tell you, Santos, uh, the reason why I, I decided to do what I did with my life is because when I was very young, I really sincerely wanted to know everything. I, wa I, be I began asking questions at, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, questions that adults would look at me and, and think I had three heads, asking crazy questions and about religion and God and law and government. And so I grew up as a child asking questions I wanted to know. That's a big difference because that's why people are so ignorant today. They are choosing not to know. This way they don't have to be responsible for anything because they didn't know. And they don't want to know, period. But uh, I did want 
to know. And I was always so happy to to have uh, people, authors, writers, speakers, people I could go to seminars and listen to, uh, you know, uh, people who were educators that I could, uh, after seminars were over, I could go and talk to and become their friend. And they shared with me their research and their bibliographies and where they got their material from. And so even as a little kid, I was, I was you know, after school, I did horrible in school. I, I was consistent as a student. I made straight outs. And, uh, but every day after school, I couldn't do anything in school. My, 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 my grades were so bad because I hated school. I mean, I, I abhorred the whole concept of school because, to me, it was a prison. It was like going to San Quentin. It's a, it's a prison. I'm not, I don't want to be there, but I have to be there, and I have to sit there. And so I, it occurred to me about the sixth or seventh grade that that what school is, it's to teach you. It's a 12-step program. Uh, you know, first grade to the 12th. It's a 12-step program to teach you how to react to the bell. You know, when the bell rings, you get up and go here. When the bell rings, you get up and go there. So uh, it teaches you discipline to uh, know who's in charge. And when the bell rings, you get up and go. Don't ask any questions. So it was like a prison. And so I, I, I did ter- terrible in school. But every day when I got out of school, I went to the library and sat and did what I wanted to do. I wanted to educate myself of the important subjects. So I, st- I, I spent all my time, you know, having um, having fun sitting in libraries and reading and uh, and questioning everything. And, you know, I told this story before. I'll tell it again because I think it's germane to what we're talking about. Um, may have even told it on your show, but when I was, uh, you know, I was born and raised Catholic, and when I was about nine years old, we had uh, a confirmation service, and the uh, nuns uh, told us that uh, tomorrow night after the confirmation service is over, they told us that the bishop might perhaps want to uh, ask you children if you have any questions now that you're confirmed Catholics. And so if that were to happen, do not ask any questions whatsoever. You don't have any questions. And so that night, the next night after the service was over, it actually happened. The bishop did say, now that you uh, young children are confirmed Catholics, if you have any questions, I'll try and answer them. And everyone knew we're not to answer and ask nothing. So I stood up to make damn sure everyone knew who, who, who I was. So I stood up and I said, uh, I have a question for you. I said, my father works with torches. If, I, if there was an angel standing next to me, could I burn him with a torch? And would it hurt him if I if I hit him with the torch? And he just looked at me like I had three heads, and he says, uh, no. And I said, why not? And he said, well, something to the effect, the way he said it was, uh, fire is a natural thing. It needs wood or paper or plastic or something to burn. You can't just burn an angel. And I said, why can't you burn an angel? And he said, because angels are spirits. You can't burn a spirit. And I said, well, then why am I concerned about going to hell where my spirit will burn if you can't burn a spirit? And everyone looked at each other like, you know, like, they, uh, like a deer in the headlights. Nobody knew what the, where the hell that came from and where, where this kid come up with this. And, uh, and so the priest standing next to the kids in the church, he just pointed at me and said, sit down and shut up. And so from that point on, I pretty well knew where I was going in life. Something was wrong. Somebody's lying to me, and they, and they think I'm a fool. And so that was when nine years old, eight or nine, ten years old, whatever it was. At confirmation, well, I, you know, from there, I started on the bottom, so to speak, and I worked my way down from there. So it got even worse as it went on, because then I began asking all kinds of questions about the mayor, who said he's the mayor, and when, what does he do, and what is the government, and who are the police, and where did that idea come from, and uh, how come when this country was found that we had cowboys and cowboys could ride into town with their guns on their on their hips? There were no police. They didn't have to have any uh, any permits or fees or fines or 
tickets or ask permission or register your gun. Uh, you know, and now all of a sudden, now we've got a, a lifestyle where you have to have a permit to do everything, anything. You can't even get married. You can't even date somebody unless you've got a permit. And so um, I started asking questions at a very young age, and the more I asked, the more it became apparent to me, nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. Nobody. They just look at me like I, I'm, I'm, like I said, like I've got three heads. Nobody has ever thought about asking simple questions. We all question authority. You know, and the very word authority gives us our word, comes from the word author. So, therefore, the police represent the authority. Well, you mean it represents the law. The, well, who is the author of the law? Whose law? Who wrote the law books? Because whoever wrote the law books, well, hell, I could sit down and write a law book myself. And uh, what makes my law uh, any less than your law? And so I started questioning law, religion, Science and of course everybody anybody with brain cells knows that science is nothing more than a religion today, and uh, that's all it is. Science is a religion because it has its holy books, it has its saints, and you get uh, you know you get your uh, money from the government, you get your uh, a permit to work, you get a license or permit to work with a degree, and without that degree you're not going to get any. Uh, any money from the government, you're not going to get a job at the college. So I realized this whole entire system, as I was growing up as a teenager, I, I realized the entire world is mentally deranged, that nothing makes any sense. And then when I got into the work world and began to watch how people operated in companies and corporations and working and every day, just working with people every day, I saw how profoundly uh, backwards, stupid, and, and, and uh, it just amazes me how people will do things that make no sense whatsoever, and it's going to foul up. It's going to uh, it's going to come back on you. And that's one thing I noticed about corporate business is that corporations and big companies, almost all companies, all business has no time to do a job right. They don't have the time. It takes too much money and too much time to actually do a job right. Take a little bit longer and really do it correctly and make it right. They don't have time for that. We're talking business now. We got to, you know, we got to cut corners. They all the companies have plenty of time and plenty of money to go back and try and fix it later. They got plenty of money to do that. They can go back and try and rework it, and repaint it, and redo this and redo that. Why? Because you didn't do it right to start with. But since I have been around the world and I've lived a long time now and I've seen the way the world works, that's the way human nature is. Nobody is thinking, you know, when everybody is thinking the same, that shows nobody's thinking at all. And so I look around the world that mankind has built and what is the fruitage of the educational system and how do we think, how do we reason, how do we operate, uh, we don't. But it's just amazing how ignorant, ill-informed, and unread the human race really is, and especially, as I said, in relation to today, when there is so much knowledge and wisdom out there, if you just want to look. I mean, just look at what you, one man, you have produced, which is astonishing how much knowledge is out there. I mean, you, know, you didn't know, you weren't privy to some CIA operation. It's all out there in books and reference books. All you need to do is go read. I mean, it, it is a, a, a novel idea to go out and actually read a book. But the bottom line is wisdom and knowledge is out there if you wanted it. But most people don't want it. They don't want to know until they get in trouble. And I've noticed that when people get in trouble and now they're going to court and they, you know, they're facing 20 years in a federal, now they come to me and want to talk with me about the law and about what's going on and how, how do I can protect myself. 
and the bottom line is, is that, well, you know, if you have knowledge of, uh, what is it? They say uh, ignorance of the law is no excuse. So if you understood how the world works, if you understood how law works, you would have uh, protected yourself a long time ago. So I, I just, as I said, this is why I've done what I've done with my life, is because I really appreciated being able to hear people who were knowledgeable and wise and were able to and, and wanted to put the time into teaching me so that I could go to lectures and and get tapes of, of, uh, of teachers and writers and authors and lecturers and, and be able to learn something about the life that we live. And so that's what I wanted to give back. I just want to give back to people the concept and the idea of take back your mind, take back your sovereignty, take back your life. Because uh, I'm telling you, when I think about what it, what would it feel like if you woke up at 90 years old and you're at your home and you're old and tired and sick, and then you find out all of the wondrous things that you could have known. You could have, you could have been an astronaut. You could have been a scientist. You could have been an astronomer. You could have learned all kinds of wonderful, strange secrets about the universe and about life and the occult world of metaphysics, all the things you could have known, and yet what did you do with your life? You just went to church and watched TV and drank a few beers, and that's it. Now you're 90, and that's it. You've, you've done nothing. You know nothing. You have nothing. You are nothing. And as far as I'm concerned, I, I just, uh, you know, like I think it was uh, Kirk Douglas who said once in an interview, he said, to be born ignorant and stupid is an unavoidable accident, but to remain that way is criminal negligence. Beautiful. So that's what I feel. I feel I want to wake people up and tell them, go back and get your life back. You know, go get a life. Wake up and find out the people who are running you and own you and manipulating and controlling you are just people. And it's, that's all they are, is just people like you, and they're trying to manipulate and exploit you. To keep you ignorant and stupid so you don't know what's going on so that they are in a better position to control you. No, no. I want to know who wrote the law. You know, and I, I remember talking to attorneys a long time ago, many years ago, telling them. I said, you don't, when you go to, to university or college to learn law, you're not learning law. You're learning procedure. You don't learn any law. You learn procedure how to say what to say, the way to say it, and what have all the other lawyers and judges and courts have said things, you know, 100 years ago, 50 years ago. So what you're doing is reading and understanding procedure. Well, you, you do the same thing when you go to work for a big corporation like General Motors. When you go in, there's a period when you're learning your job. What you're doing is you're learning procedure to do your job. You're not learning what the boss upstairs is doing. You're not learning where the corporation is getting its money and, and who actually owns the corporation. You know, nobody's giving you that. They're teaching you what the screws and where to put the screws in and, you know, to do your job. So you know, they're just teaching you procedure. They're not telling you anything. Well, that's the same thing in law. Lawyers are not being told anything about law. If you want to get into law, oh, well, let's get it back into ancient prehistoric world and where the first laws were ever written and what was the concept of law and who said it was a law. You know, and then, you know, it, so like I said, it's just a world of knowledge that's been hidden from the human race. And all I want to do is just give back what I was so happy to be able to get from other people. And you've done that magnificently, Jordan. Continuing with the theme, I guess, of uh, waking up, Jordan, what are your feelings about uh, the future now? We've obviously transitioned astrologically through a very important portal, which was the 21st of December. How do we go forward? How do we reach critical mass, save humanity and all of that stuff? You know, Santos, I don't know. If, if that's even possible, I don't. I don't know that it's even possible to save humanity. I mean, you look back in history, and God knows you've done a great job on that. Look back at history 
to the ancient, uh, not only the Sumerians, but the Proto-Sumerians, the Egyptians, the Aztecs, the Mayas, all of the ancient cultures of the world. Um, you know, where are they? They all fell apart. They're gone. You know, they come up, they prosper, they get too prosperous, they get lazy, then they get stupid, and then they're gone. And so it looks like it's in the nature of the human being and in the nature of mankind uh, to fail continually, fail. Uh, there will be times when great statesmen and great people will come onto the scene, great scientists and, and you know people of renown who have done something for the human race, and for, and for a short time, their presence on Earth impacts civilization, like Nikolai Tesla, Royal Rife, uh, Wilhelm Reich, uh, you know, and Buddha and, and other, you know, the idea is that every now and then, like a, a Gandhi, uh, every now and then there will be someone who will come onto the Earth and do something for the whole human race and and uh but but as soon as they pass on uh it's all forgotten it all goes back you know it's it's, it's like the bible has uh the scripture in the in the new testament says the human race is like the is like the waves of the sea and god knows that's exactly correct like the waves of the sea you'll notice if you go to the ocean and watch the waves they're all going one way then they hit, then they hit uh, something, and they they bounce back, and now they're going back the other way, and then they come back in, and then they you know they hit the shore, and now they're going back out again. So they're like the waves of the sea. So you know they're voting Republicans, and my God, the Republicans are going to save us, and we need to have the Republicans. Not really, the Republican Party in America is a Nazi party. It's made, it's made up of the old Nazi regime that was brought here under Operation Paperclip and that the Republican Party is, in point of fact, the old Nazi party. Uh, you know, the old German Nazi SS Gestapo is today referred to in America as the Republican Party. But most people don't have any idea about that. It really hasn't got anything to do with basketball, so I can understand why it's not important. But that's a fact. But then on the other hand, uh, once they find out that how corrupt the Republican Party is, they're going to kick them out and put in the Democratic Party, which is, of course, the old Soviet Communist Party. The Democratic Party is the old Soviet Communist Party come to America. I mean, because all the Soviet Communist countries were called Democratic people. They were the People's Democratic Republic of China, People's Democratic Republic of North Korea, and the Democratic Republic of uh, Cuba. Go back and read. You'll find every single... Uh, Soviet communist country was always referred to as a democratic republic. Well, that's what we have. We have uh, Republicans, Nazis, or democratic communists, uh, Soviet communists. So that's what America's left with now. We have the right wing and left wing. Of course, the eagle on the back of the dollar bill only has two wings. So that's why you can't have a third party here, because an eagle only has two wings, a right wing and a left wing. So once you stop breaking down these words and terms and looking at the history of where politics comes from and what the words mean in government and where the laws come from, and then you begin to really dig deep. And I've said this before, and I think it bears witness to, to say it again, that if you have a two-story building and you're going to put a lot of weight on the second floor, like printing presses or whatever, before you do that, you should go downstairs with a building inspector, go up on a ladder, and check the foundation of that second floor to see if it's going to hold that kind of weight. So what you're doing is you're standing underneath the foundation that you're going to build on. And so that's where we get our, our idea of understanding, because you're standing under the foundation to get understanding. So unless you dig down deep below the surface of life, you're not going to understand how this world really works. Because one thing I can guarantee you, and you will know, but most people don't, is that nothing in this world operates the way you think it does. I do mean nothing. 
Nothing works the way you think it does. Nothing is what you think it is. And, you know, I was growing up, I used to hear people talking about smoke and mirrors. You know, the whole world's smoke and mirrors. I never realized, you know, what that meant, smoke and mirrors. You know, I can see the police. I can see government. I can see an automobile. What do you mean to where I live in a smoke and mirrors? Well, now I understand intellectually. Yeah, it's words, words and terms, the way the words are used. You are manipulated and exploited by your ignorance of where words come from. The etymology of words and the <clears throat> and where do concepts and ideas come from? I mean, who said the Pope represents God? My Lord, I mean, when, when are we going to wake up and start doing some research and study on our own as to where stuff comes from? So, you know, I, that's what I've spent my whole life doing is looking at the dark side. And I'm telling you, I, I know when I leave this world, I will not have even scraped the surface of what's really out there. But uh, I consider the Bible to be a very important book. Not because I believe it is uh, from the hand of God. No. I'm, I know where it's come from. But I also know that it is a collection uh, of knowledge and wisdom that's based on the ancient world. So the people who wrote the Bible, whoever actually pinned the scriptures, were retelling a far more ancient uh, story and doing it in such a way as to couch it in symbolism and metaphors and, and, and symbols. Uh, but if you understand that the, the Bible is a metaphor, it's a symbolic stories, but they're telling you something, then you see the real value of the Bible, and I do, and that's what I've been wanting to do for a long time, is explain to people the dark stuff that's really interesting and, and thought-provoking that's actually in the Bible you've never heard before, and I mean never heard. And so that's what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm, I'm through talking about government. Government, as far as I'm concerned, is finished. It's an old, it's, it's, it's passe. Government is so corrupt now, it's so far gone now, it's so evil now that we need to have God step in or aliens from another world or something because the human race will not be able to do anything about or extricate itself out of the mess it's in. It can't be done. The human race does not have the wherewithal to extricate itself out of and get itself out of the mess it's in. There's no doubt in my mind about that. We do not have what it takes to save the human race. I mean, I've told you that before on the program that uh, I look at the human race like we're a bunch of animals out there on the Serengeti Plains of Africa. Just herds well, and herds of thousands of animals out there you know, chewing their cud and eating the grass and trying to find something to eat and take care of their young while the lions are in the high grass, organized. Lions are a lot of things, but organized is one of the words you use for lions. They know what they're doing. They're working together. They are creeping up on the herd very quietly in the high grass. And so all the, the herd out there, they cannot protect themselves. There's 3,000 of them, and there's only six lions. But they cannot protect themselves. Why? Because they're stupid. They don't know what's going on. All they know is when the lion shows up, they run. And that's the <laughs> same thing with the human race. We can't protect ourselves. We don't even know how to read. For God's sake, all we know is the basketball score. We don't know how, how anything works. We don't know what the law says. We don't know what God is. We don't know much about, about anything. All we know yeah. is the cop pulls out a gun and we go to jail. That's it. You got to go to court. Never, never suspect that. You know, it never occurred to you. Why do you go to court? You go to court because you play basketball on a court. You play tennis on a court. How do you play tennis on a court? You play with a racket. Come on, wake up. The whole thing is a racket. And once you understand, it's just people manipulating and exploiting and misusing people. And so that's why, I, as far as I'm concerned, the Bible's right when it says, put not your trust in earthly man in whom there is no salvation. There ain't a man walking to this earth that is salvation to anybody. Obama, Bush, or any of the other Nazis, communists, fascists, 
political rulers, none of them, especially the Holy Father. Well, like I always try and say, I'm not the world's foremost authority on anything. I just, I just love uh, talk, talking to people who want to know and, and helping people to learn. I'm always excited when I hear people who are really interested and want to know. That's always great as far as I'm concerned. I'm always happy to, to spend time and try and help people who want to know. The way is very, very uh, tight and narrow, and, and, you know, the whole world is on the freeway. They're on the broad way. But uh, if you want to save your life, then you take off the freeway. Get off the main stream water. Get off that main maritime admiralty. Get off the main stream. Uh, get off on the next off-ramp and take a side road. And like the Bible says, go back to the old way. Well, the old way is an astrotheology, the astrology, the old ancient science that uh, that uh, Santos has so incredibly well articulated for even for me. I'm just fascinated listening to all the stuff that, that he brings out that I didn't even I had no knowledge of. So, so that's I think it's a, an idea that is is a destined to to impact the world the old way the ancient knowledge uh, the ancient wisdom I'm just happy to see somebody doing it now like uh, you know I, I've always no, noticed that that no matter how bad and desperate it gets and I have been in desperate places where I've lost my wife I lost my family lost everything and uh, but uh, at the at the you know in the darkest hour something happens which uh, keeps me alive and keeps me going. And so I realize that, uh, that that there is a dark force in the world that's organized, intelligent, organized, and vicious, and it does not wish the human race to awaken to what's really going on. And it will do whatever it can to make life miserable for you. And if it has to, it will kill you, because uh, this kind of wisdom and knowledge uh, is 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 earth-shaking when we find out how the world really works uh, if the human race ever woke up and matured enough to understand how the world really works my god it would i think that the cure would be as bad as the disease because if people ever really wake up and discover how their world actually works it's going to be frightening it's absolutely going to be frightening to them because everything they have ever believed to be true, everything they've dedicated their life to supporting, and they find out that it's been a lie from day one and they've been played for a fool and it was not true, it's going to be very difficult for those people. Uh, I think it was Gerald Massey who said, they, they are going to find it difficult they who have accepted the authority as truth rather than the truth as the authority. Well, people are going to wake up one day, and when they do, and find out that all their religious beliefs and all their governmental beliefs and their systems are all man-made, corrupt, lies, deception, and that there is, in fact, a divine presence in the heaven that men have called God. There is some kind of a divine wisdom written into the heavens, as the scripture says. But, uh, boy, when, when we find out what the real truth is, it's going to be, like I said, some, uh, sometimes I think the cure is going to be as bad as the disease because it's going to cause chaos around the world if we ever find out. I've heard that prostitution is the oldest, uh, the oldest uh, profession in the world. No, thank you. Not yet. Not even close. Religion, government is the only, as the oldest profession in the world. Manipulation and exploitation of the ignorant people. That God's going to get you, and you need to uh, give twenty percent, fifteen percent of your, of your income to the church and to the Lord, and all this stuff of the Lord. I mean, the very word Lord in relation to, and to, relation to religion, the very word Lord in relation to religion is traced back to Lord Krishna, which gives us our word Christos or Christ. Lord Christ, Christos, Krishna, Hindu. That's where the whole thing goes back to. Judaism, Christianity, and Islam can be traced back to ancient Hinduism. And, uh, my God, that's a whole story in itself. I, I, know, I, I know I sound pessimistic, but um, uh, it's, 
because I know I know things that, uh, that other people don't know, and I've been looking at it for 53 years, while most people criticize me haven't looked at it for 53 minutes. I mean, I know what's going on. I know how big this thing is. I know how ancient it is and how well-connected it is and how well-financed it is. And I know that uh, there's only a handful of people on the earth who understand, and, and, um, but while the great masses of the people couldn't care less. So uh, I leave it to God. I leave it to the universe. I leave it to the stars to see what's going to happen to the human race. Because what's, what we're facing is absolutely monstrous. So, you know, George Orwell, the author of uh, 1984, was asked a long time ago in an interview, was asked, what do you really see the world coming to be? What do you really see for the future? I mean, we read your book, but what do you really think? And he said, I see the world as an iron boot on the face of a child. I see an iron boot on the face of humanity. I see the same thing. I see a totalitarian, fascist, Nazi, communist, fascist world state growing, and the people who are doing it is the Holy Father in Rome, the royalty of Europe, and the holy ones and all the royalty and all the ones that we crawl on our knees to and and, and beat ourselves with sack, sackcloth and ashes and and are so impressed with, these are the people who are going to destroy your life, your home, and put you into prison and take away your spirituality, take away your your honor as a human being, take away your humanity, and now take away your mind. And they're feeding you drugs, they're feeding you narcotics and alcohol and, and filthy degenerate entertainment to destroy the human family. And that's what I see, and that's why I'm saying... Uh, you know, if anything's going to help us, it's going to have to come from outside. It's got to come from out there. It has something to do with astrology and astronomy and, and the heavens, because human race, we're just too stupid. We don't get it. Uh, I, I see it. I see the problems we're facing not as political or religious, but a cosmic. I'm talking about saving the whole human race, the whole human experiment on the earth, the, the protection and the and the, uh, the and the forward movement of the holy human family on the earth. That's what I see coming: the destruction of the whole idea of liberty and honor and decency for the human race. That's what we're losing across the board around the world, and it's because of people who are highly organized criminals, like the Pope, like the Vatican, mafiosi. Uh, underworld, governments, politics, courts, everything you touch, our educational systems, it's all corrupt, period. We need to understand there's nothing out there of any value whatsoever, period. So you need to go back to the old way. And like Santos has shown so often, you know, go back to the old sciences. Go back to the old ways. This is the, you know, this new stuff that's killing us. So I don't have any respect for the world I live in. I want to try and save the human race, but it's a very big job. So I'm only one person, but and I do it, as I said, for those who want to know. I don't care about the people who don't want to know. I don't want anybody hearing me as entertainment. I'm not a licensed in Hollywood to be an entertainer. I'm not an entertainer, I'm a teacher. I, I want to help people educate themselves. I don't I don't care about entertaining and making money and, and dancing around the stage and being important. I care about you know, what, what, I, what my life has been all about, is to research and study. And that's what the word research means, not to search, research. Go back to the old ways. Look at what, what mankind had before it lost it. Go back and reestablish the human race on a very powerful truth on a basis of truth and honesty and decency so I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm physically tired at uh, 72 years old I've been doing it for 50 years and I'm tired but um, uh, but you know hopefully we are making some kind of a change did the best I could I ultimately trust the spirit there's no doubt in my mind that there is a higher intelligence of wise realm the intelligent spirit that
people have called God. I don't care what you call it. But there is something out there that's greater than we are, and, uh, and it is organized. It is highly intelligent. And so I, I trust the Spirit every day just to keep me alive so I can do what I do. Um, it, you know, death has become a perceptible thing to me now that I'm 72, and I don't want to leave until I know that I've done something that I wanted to do and, and got it done. Very difficult to do because nowadays, you know, there's so much treachery around, especially around me. You know, I've had my website stolen and it's gone. I've had uh, all my products stolen, they're gone. And so I, I'm just amazed at how much treachery there is, you know, in my life. But, uh, but then again, I'm still here doing what I do, so we'll see where it's going to go. Please um, share with people your websites and how people can uh, help you if they should wish to in any way possible because we, we are very familiar with what's happened in the last, what's transpired in the last, say, six months with um, yep. all of that action against you. So um, if there are anyone, any people out there that are able to and wish to support Jordan, please share that with us, Jordan. Yes, just email me, and then I can get back to you. My my email is jordanmaxwell at gmail.com. That's jordanmaxwell at gmail.com, but the Jordan has no A. It's J-O-R-D-N, Jordan without the A. jordanmaxwell at gmail.com, Jordan has no A. And uh, my phone number is 818 818- Five one four six two nine four eight one eight is five one four six two nine four. Email me, call me. I try and make myself available to the world. I don't, I'm not trying to hide, you know, like other people. I make myself available to the best I can. I don't have time to sit and chit chat for the rest of my life, but I am always happy to take phone calls and, and read and answer my own emails if I can. Let me say also, before before my phone goes out, hopefully it won't go out before the end, but um, the fact that I don't, at this moment, have control over my website has been taken from me, and therefore I would like for anyone listening, and I'd like for this to get out to the whole world. Any any emails you get, may get from me uh, are not from me. It's from the people who own my website. So anything you buy on my website does not go to me. It goes to the people who have taken my website from me. So anything hey, you purchase from me goes to them. Any emails that you may email me on my website, jordanmaxwell.com, does not go to me. It goes to the people who have taken my website. And so any correspondence going to my website or coming from my website is not me. I don't do it. I don't own it. I don't have it. They've taken it from me. And so if you buy anything, it's not going to me. It's going to the crooks that took my website okay. from me. So contact me at jordanmaxwell at gmail.com, and the Jordan has no A. So do email me, and I'll try and get back to you. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you, brother. Thank you kindly, Jordan.